Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am the host of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. No matter where you are in the world, I want to thank you for giving me a few minutes of your day to hear my thoughts. As always, we have a great show for you today. Now here are our topics. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. I am once again joined by our great friend of the show, Christopher Tracy. Chris, how are you doing today? Doing good, D. How about you? Good, good. So we are here today to talk about a recent uh, issue that's been coming up within the United States Marine Corps. The, Federate, the Confederate flag is now being essentially banned from all like military like bases that the Marine Corps are operating out of. Chris, tell us more about this story. Yeah, you know, it just seems like the Marine Corps is taking the overall direction that is being taken by society at large, which is uh, we want to remove the Confederate flag from the public arena. Like anything that is publicly funded, you know, with all the money of the taxpayers, something like a, like a military base, things like that, they want to remove it from public taxpayer property, the Confederate flag. And that's what the Marine Corps has done. They said no longer will it be allowed to be displayed on Marine Corps installations. Now, what does that exactly include? Is that like, like just like on the base itself or doesn't that include like the uniforms or what, what are we all talking about here? Yeah, both on the base itself, you know, on the uniforms, on equipment. I've heard people, you know, like will tang it off of like a Humvee, they'll fly the flag off a Humvee, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, they'll put stickers on equipment. Okay. Now, you know. So I'm assuming here, I don't know a whole lot about this issue myself. I'm assuming that this was a current policy for all like five branches before this, that this was like acceptable to have the Confederate flag just be a part of like everyday life in the military. Correct. It's got a really strong tradition. And uh, one of the, uh, I think it was Okinawa I was reading, once the Marines took it and like uh, they, you know, they set up a, a, headquarters one of the first flags to fly on the headquarters was that really yes and it was all wow. over vietnam i've heard stories you know people had it on humvees officers had it at their headquarters and yeah so as of right now only the marine corps has banned this so you're saying the other four branches still have this as their policy as far as i know Oh, this is this is quite a world that we live in. You know, is, is it just me or does it feel like some people just want to hold on to that for reasons that they cannot even explain? Yeah, you know, it, it's really good that you said that, D, reasons that they can't explain. Because a lot of those people who support flying the Confederate flag and believe, you know, it was only about states' rights and all that crap are the same people who, like, raised hell for Kaepernick kneeling. They said that was anti-American, but his expression of, you know, being anti-America, if you want to call it that, didn't result in the deaths of thousands of his fellow citizens. No. Now, I have a hard time with this Confederate flag issue. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't make any sense to fly the flag of a nation, essentially, that we have long condemned as being just wrong. You know, we don't, you know, we don't 
sit around here flying the flag of the British, you know, like empire, you know, thinking to ourselves that those are our ancestors. You know, we don't go around flying the flag of the Nazis. We're not around flying the flag of the Vietnamese. You know, we're not flying Soviet flags around here. We're not flying the flags of countries that we've defeated that we all agreed at one point in time were evil and wrong, you know? I mean, and while many people who lived in the South, you know, years ago may have been really good people, you know, we were fighting against essentially the idea that slavery was no longer acceptable. And if we're all, you know, like, if we're all like on the same page that slavery was a bad thing, why is it that so many people want to hold on to the flag of states that just, you know, were basically complaining about states' rights because they wanted to continue to have slaves. They weren't actually, you know, upset about states' rights. They just wanted to keep having slaves. You know, they're hiding behind that states' rights argument. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, D, and you hit up on it so perfectly. Like, whenever it comes up and you come across a flag defender, they always want to tell you that, hey, it wasn't about slavery, it was about states' rights. And I'm just like, okay. The right to what? Exactly. (laughs) They were trying to preserve what institution and they wanted to invoke their state's rights to do that. Yeah, no, it, it's, a, it's a joke. It, it's I mean, absolutely a joke. I don't, un- I, mean, but I don't understand like how they can honestly defend it or just be like, well, I'm not a racist. But like you fly a racist symbol. You like racist symbols. No, it's absolutely true. I, I have a hard time with this one. I'm also a little you know, concerned by the fact that the, that it's only just now that this is being addressed, but I feel like, you know, like it's only with the current pressure of our society to move towards political correctness, that people are finally addressing the essentially like just outright, you know, like racist things that have been going on in our country for so long, including, you know, the Confederate flag just being a part of everyday life. I mean, it's still a part of the Mississippi state flag. Exactly. Well, you know, and here's another argument, D, that really bugs me is like with taking down of the statues and then, you know, saying that we won't fly the Confederate flag on, you know, public property. They're like, oh, they're trying to erase history. But like, how does removing monuments and, you know, removing symbols erase history? Everybody still knows that these things occurred. We're not asking you to take it out the history book or anything like that. We just don't want to use taxpayer money to honor or give a platform to these symbols or these statues. Right. And you see, this is why, you know, it's going to sound weird, but this is why I appreciate what the Germans did. Because as soon as like World War II was over, they basically just removed every piece of Nazi, like, you know, like propaganda, artwork, just, you know, like everything you could think of from their country. They were like, you know what, this is a stain on our history and we're trying to move beyond it. And we're not going to allow this stuff to be a part of our country anymore. And that's the respect of, respectful thing to do, because when you're the country that, you know, like starts the Holocaust, you should be ashamed of yourself. And you shouldn't allow people to sit there and fly that Nazi flag in your country anymore. You know, it was a dark time in German history, and it's a good thing that they're moving beyond it. And I would think that people in this country would want to do the same. And it's honestly embarrassing that they don't want to, or at least a certain section of the population doesn't want to. Yeah, no, and it was funny because I was talking to one of my dad's military buddies about it. And he's like, and he's from North Carolina. It's just like my dad, but, but I mean, it just, it seems like, you know, there's two different North Carolinas because he was telling me with the argument, well, when I grew up, I never associated it with racism. It's like, okay, that doesn't mean it's not associated with racism. And you read the history of the flag, 
especially it's modern history when it was put back up in South Carolina during the civil rights era. Like it absolutely is associated with that. I'm sorry that you didn't see it that way growing up. And this is another line. He was, well, none of the people that I, that I've ever seen fly at are racist. I've never heard them be racist. Like that. Okay. That doesn't change anything that the flag is internationally recognized as a racist symbol. How many? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah. No, just, just to finish real quick. You were saying like, yeah, Germany and other countries in the EU have all banned the swastika. And so you know what white supremacists who live in Europe use? They use the Confederate flag That's to identify hilarious. themselves. But no, they're like, well, they took and they tainted our symbol. Well, yeah, that might be true, but like, that's that is what it means. There's no other way to say it doesn't mean that. Right, right. Well, everyone. <clears throat> oh, bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> yes. So the question really is, you know, I guess we kind of tipped our hand a little bit here, but. Do you think that this is a policy that every other brand should adopt? I do. Tell me more. Yeah, I mean, I think all the branches should adapt it. I mean, it's, it's a divisive symbol, and, like, it just doesn't have any place there. Right. You and, know, like, it's, uh, it's celebrating people who led an armed insurrection against the United States of America and killed lots of Americans. The British flag is not flown anywhere in our country as in as in symbol of like respect or heritage or any of that or what's you know any whatsoever way. And that's because we all understand that this isn't the United Kingdom. This isn't Britain. Okay, we took our independence from them a long time ago, and there is no reason to be flying their flag anywhere in our country. That's not our country, and the Confederacy was never part of this country either. You know, it was a state that tried to become, you know, the country here. They failed and we all condemned them for what they stood for. And their symbolism should be condemned and removed as well. That is my official take on this. I mean, it's one thing that if you want to keep it in the history books, I think it should be in the history books. I should, you know, I think that everyone should know what it was and exactly what the conflict was. But at the end of the day, just like in any other empire in any other place in the country or any other place in the world, when you lose a war, you lose the right to talk about history in the way you want to talk about it. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, I don't know. I, uh, you know, as far as the public square goes, yeah, definitely. I don't want it in the public square and it should be banned from there. But I do feel like people have the right to fly it privately. And they, some of these Confederate flag defenders do make a very good point and say the American flag stands for a lot of the same things, which it does. No, I agree with you. And, it, you know, it's a controversial topic, but I'm not upset with people who fly it privately. I feel like it doesn't belong in public places. It doesn't and definitely doesn't belong in public institutions like the military, like in schools, like on, you know, like on or law enforcement, even. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to put it in your basement, by all means. You know, I mean, if you, you fly yeah. it on your truck, I mean, I don't care about that. I don't care if you have a USSR flag in your basement, you know, yeah. like, you know, that, that's you, you know, but I don't want to see a Soviet flag in my school. Yeah. And you know what? And what else? I, the other thing that like gets me with it, like, okay, cool. Yes. You have the right to fly that, but you don't have the right to tell everybody else what it means. Like history clearly, clearly states what it means and they're trying to defend it and trying, you know, change our topic on and tell us we're wrong, that schools are indoctrinating our kids. And it's, it's, 
I, it gets on my nerves because that's not the case. Everybody else but them sees what that flag means. Exactly. So what are your final thoughts on this issue as far as, you know, where do you think we should go forward from here? Do you think that this policy should be moved beyond just the military or what do you think? I mean, we're already there with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, all the branches should adapt it, you know, play pretty much, you know, everywhere in public life where we can come in, come in contact with that should adapt some kind of policy that like, hey, if, if uh, this receives taxpayer funding, taxpayer money, then it can't have Confederate flags attached to it. All right. Well, now I'm going to extend this conversation to the viewers at home or wherever you're at right now. Uh, send us a message on Twitter or on Instagram. Let us know what you think about this conversation. Chris, thanks for coming on the show today, and we'll see every one of you after the break. Hey, Indie Thought listeners. Has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side? Well, then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode. Bathing Beauties Beads is a full-service bead shop in the heart of downtown Missoula. Whether it's seed beads, semi-precious stones, vintage beads, or just materials to make a project, they have something for every person and every price range. Not from Missoula? Don't worry. They have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook or at bathingbeautiesbeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code INDEPENDENTTHOUGHT at checkout to save 15% on your order. Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana that has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage-inspired clothing, shoes, and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf, and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the luck. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at bettysdivine.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back from the break. I want to take the rest of this episode just to touch on some other like brief topics that have come up while talking to you, the listeners. So the one thing that people keep asking me about is where do I get a lot of my information from? I've spoken on this in previous episodes, but I am an avid subscriber to the show called Rising. You can find Rising on YouTube. That is done by The Hill. And the co-hosts are Crystal Ball and Sagar and Jetty, I believe is how you pronounce the last name. They are conservative and progressive uh, co-hosts who are both self-described populists, a left-leaning populist and a right-leaning populist. Their show is fantastic, so in-depth with a lot of the subjects that they go into. 
I watch every single day. I definitely feel more informed. However, I feel as though after watching a lot of their segments, I always feel like I wish I could just comment on some of the issues that were brought up in some of their segments. So you know what? I just made my own podcast. So now I can comment whenever the hell I want to because that's how it works in 2020, people. Now, one of the other things I want to say is that I realize that I have a very diverse listening base from all the different people that I have asked to come check out these episodes. If you ever want to come on this show and discuss topics with me, you want to be a guest co-host for a day or just be a guest in general, everyone is welcome on this show. If you listen to my show and you want to come on and have a legit conversation, not just come on to be a troll, but if you want to have a legit conversation, I'd love to have anyone on. You can come on here the same way that Chris does, and we can have a conversation about something relevant going on in the world today. And if you do not want to come on, but you just want to just like respond to one of the conversations that we have on the podcast, please reach out, DM me on Twitter or on Instagram, wherever it is you found me, please reach out. Conversations are always welcome. And finally, if you have any suggestions or any recommendations for episodes that you think would be good in the future, please reach out. I've had one person in particular who did have a recommendation for what they thought I should touch on in the future. Actually, no, scratch that. I've had two, and I haven't forgotten about either of you. Um, both of those episodes are coming in the future. Uh, I just had to put them off momentarily, but they will be touched on. I just felt like some other news had to be addressed first. Now, lastly, before I let you all go today, I do want to say that once again, I want to thank all of you for listening. As of right now, while I'm recording this episode, we have just recently gotten over 600 downloads. I never thought that anyone would really pay attention to this show. I am so thankful for all of you who do subscribe and do come back and listen to each one of these episodes. You guys are all amazing, and I never thought that I would have an audience, so I I truly am thankful for all of you. If any of you are willing to donate to my podcast, there is a way to click on the link in the episode notes that says uh, support and it brings you up to a new page that is on Anchor's uh, main page and once you get to there you can click the little support button once again and from there you can donate a dollar to the podcast which really goes a long way to helping us make more episodes. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode today We will have more episodes for you coming soon. All right, everyone, that is our show for today. I want to thank you all for checking out Indie Thought. Independent Thought is brought to you by your host, Desmond Price. You can follow us on Twitter at Independent Thought or at Indie, I-N-D-E, Thought. So 
Again, thank you all for coming and hanging out with me. For those of you who found me on iTunes or on Spotify, please go ahead and subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating. If you give us a four-star rating, I'm inclined to think you're a hater. So don't hate. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you all next time.